Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 415 for, what is it, September now, it's September 3rd, 2023. Ugh, my name is Nathan Reeds Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. Something about September. Oh right, that song exists. And now, we are also joined by... Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. I don't know why I didn't remember your name. I've known you for over a decade. Badia, say do you remember? Badia, dancing in September. Badia, never was a cloudy day. You know what I like? I made sure to kick it nice and away from the mic as I did that. Yeah, you know what I, I really like is you clipping there. That's was that's, I still clipping? Yeah. Uh, it was like it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I I made an effort. You did. You did. That's all right. That's why I like I'm if I'm going to Got to wake up the listeners. Like... <laughs> uh anyway, so where can we find you guys? Where what's the website name? aroa.website. And what's that link that you want to draw people's attention to? Uh now it's a link to Bug City Blues. That is a Shadowrun 6 World Edition actual play podcast. And I, I'll be honest, I haven't actually edited it all last week. I'd say that this, the week that we are finishing right now. Yeah, that happens. Now, now you can always listen to the other podcasts, though. Just Clinton Score and... Classics, a Rise, uh, Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Yeah, you can inflate those numbers. It's evergreen content, so you can just keep listening to it over and over and over again. And I'll probably uh, end up getting that switched over to our new fantastic uh, content hoster uh sometime i don't know this next week or something oh yeah have fun with that that's that'll be smooth smooth sailing just like when getting the reet entertainment podcast transferred over uh by the by do not delete the previous uh do not delete delete the previous uh podcast before everything is switched over no, make sure everything gets verified, and then and then you'll never need to have to pay for me on a monthly basis ever again. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, other than the streaming stuff, but but that's that's a different. Story. That's that's not just me. That that's yeah. something you're doing because you want to do it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can find me Nathan Reinspruth everywhere at Reeton, but mainly the 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 big one is Twitch Monday through Friday. 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I'm actually going to be... So this week I'm doing my normal streams. And then next week I'm off. The the following week. So the, the week after the 10th. Uh, I'll be off because work. I'm going to I'm gonna be working Monday, through, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Away from the house. And then Thursday and Friday I am going to be in Las Vegas. And then I'll be coming back on Sunday, so I won't be able to do the podcast either next week or the following week. So if Aroa and Connor want to, uh, they can have an Aroa and Connor cast Hell if yeah. they want to. Um, let's let's just trash talk Nathan for an entire hour. That is that is yeah. typically what it is. Yeah, I'll listen to it on the drive home. Uh, from I'll I'll listen to the first one on the drive home from where I'm gonna be at. This is just 40 minutes of MIDI fart noises. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and it's my most listened to podcast. What the hell? Um, so, let's ask Aroa. Uh, Connor, what, what games? Uh, I know what Aroa's played, so we'll talk about that a bit. But, Connor, oh, what game? Oh, do you? 
Yes. Right. Connor, what game have you played this week? Game or games? So as early Afor mentioned, I actually haven't done much but play games this week, which is great. I haven't done that in a, a minute now. And it all starts with an old classic called SimCity. Do you guys know of SimCity? Have you heard of SimCity? Oh, you pull out your, uh, your like, Apple II and play it on there? Close. Uh, oh, I Super Nintendo? About, I thought you were talking about the classic one that had, uh, you know, online multiplayer only. And... Oh, no, yeah, I'm talking about that, the one that was that... a training tool that, like, was actually used by civic engineers. Oh. Uh, no, no, I'm not. The, the one that I pulled out was the one for Super Nintendo, which uh, is it's just a delightful game. For a while, that was, like, my go-to, I'm going to play something for 15 minutes before bed or whatever game. And I got to a point where I was like, man, I would have a lot more fun if this had just a little bit better graphics. So I installed City Skylines on Steam Deck. Yep. I hear it runs well. It runs okay. It, It is playable. I had a couple of crashes. I had a couple of memory issues. But I sure did scratch that I'm going to build a whole ding-dang city itch. Good game. Also one of the, like, ten games that has native Steam controller support. It works pretty well. I ended up using a community controller layout that I liked a lot more, just as far as, like, usability. But just even the fact that you could do that and just be like, hey, here's something that's got a thousand upvotes because that's the one everyone has agreed is the good layout. That's good, good. Good, good device, good game. Uh, they're making a, a sequel to it, which is great because this first one has become a DLC farm, and I don't own any, and I don't want to own any. I think oh, that's what you just are a paradox game. Yeah, I think what you're gonna find is that City Skyline Two will also be a DLC farm. Yeah, but it's a city builder. Yeah, they'll I... do it just like The Sims. They will. Where you're, they'll they'll put some things in that were DLC in the first game, but you're gonna have to rebuy a lot of the other features. And I'm still having fun with it, just as a core release. Uh, and hopefully, I could do the same with two. Speaking of two, did you guys know that after the Marvel Spider-Man game, they made a sequel that I guess, I guess it's not really a sequel. Miles Morales. It, it, re- it really should have just been DLC. Yeah. Black Spider-Man, the game. Uh, okay, so pretty much all I knew about this game before it released was that one review someone did where they're like, yeah, Spider-Man 1 made me feel like Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 makes me feel like Spider-Man with the swagger of a young black teen. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, ha, ha, that's really funny, I guess. And then I played the game and somebody basically said that exact line for me word for word. I was like, oh, oh, they're feeding into it, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't played Miles Morales mainly because... I I know that it's very short. It's only like six hours long, six to eight Supposedly, hours. Supposedly, I'm already like three fourths done, and I just started playing yesterday, which is a little upsetting. But yeah. it, it was on sale right now. And even on sale, it's over twenty dollars typically. So I don't want to buy it. Yeah, I spent like thirty bucks for it. I think it was. I think it's probably a fifteen or twenty dollar DLC that should have been just attached to the Spider-Man game. Well, that's okay. They're they're coming out with Spider-Man Two soonish, and I'm yeah, we'll sure get it in PC in like a year. I'll probably. I mean, I have a PlayStation Five, so I might just get it. Remember, oh, I have problems. Yeah, you have to remember that. Uh, did you play anything else? I'm trying to think if it was anything worth mentioning. A little bit of Space Station Thirteen, a little bit of Dark Tide, a little bit of Battlefield 2042. 
I was going to ask about Space Station 13 if you found a new server or if you're just going on to that same one. I have gone back on that same one. Not so much. There's another one that I've gone on, which is a Warhammer-themed Space Station 13 server. But they're very, like, combat-centered. And I kind of like... I don't like combat. I like this game because you could do wacky, inventive stuff with it. Yeah, not not to be so fair. Much it as... is a Warhammer community. You could do wacky, inventive stuff on spaceships. It could be cool. I I know what you're saying, though. I get it. Yes. Now we're gonna move on, and we're gonna ask Oroa what game or games he's played this week. Uh. Yeah. I, yeah, I played Baldur's Gate. I sure did. How was that? Uh. You do anything uh, exciting? I. I have no specific things to report on because just about everything I did was is extremely uh, story heavy. Oh, I see. Um, I am. I am. Uh, I think as I as I said in in your Discord, right, probably that probably that I am that I am going through this game with a with a lice comb. Yes, like, fine tooth comb. A, fi- a fine tooth comb is not apt enough of a descriptor uh i am i have taken as long as you and the other person i know who has finished the game uh i'm I'm taking longer than than those entire playthroughs just to get through the first act yes you're at you're at 80 hours uh my save file says like 90 something but it continues that timer even if you uh even if you have like the escape menu open, like you can't really pause the game. Yeah. Uh, so I don't trust that. So it's it's probably closer to eighty hours, maybe like in the seventy hours area. But like, yeah, it, for all intents and purposes, I should be done with my first playthrough by now, and I am probably not even halfway through the game because instead of playing through the game like a normal person i'm going through and doing every single thing that i can possibly do that's uh, good well and I mean, it, and from what i understand you also like when you're in combat you tend to I, be very methodical with that as well i am i am very slow with most of my decisions particularly in combat uh that said I mean, I've only had somebody die, I think, three or four times total so far. Uh, that That's not counting getting downed, but, like, that's just part of it, right? Yeah. Uh, I was like able I, to I, avoid I, death quite often. Like, yeah, actually, go, like, I think only a couple of my characters died and I would just revive them right away because I always had, like, a Revivify scroll on me. Yeah, they they definitely make it pretty hard to let somebody stay dead. Unfortunately like, for it, my allies, I am a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I I think I did just uh, get somebody. Can, somebody can just straight up cast revivify now. Oh so yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't even need the scrolls anymore. There are there's some equipment that you can get that you can you can put on your characters that will give you revivify as a as like a daily that you can cast and not to mention like 
you you have you have the zombie man at your camp who can just revive people for a hundred bucks. Yeah. And that might as well be a dollar. Like that's nothing. There is I, I won't actually it's not it doesn't factor into the story at all, but there's a room or speculation that Withers is actually an old god. He is like the old uh god of death, something like that. Which Interesting. Would, which would make sense. That's but that's I, not in the game at all. I don't know. I just kind of read him as being a like hardcore lich or something, but whatever. Yeah. I um. I so I since you played Baldur's Gate three, yeah, I don't think you did anything else noteworthy. Uh, like World of Warcraft or anything like that. I played Super Mario World. Oh, nice. That's a good game. There, there are a bunch of ROM hacks that came out uh, as part of a, uh, like yearly contest thing that so my my brother in law has been getting into like uh, playing Kaizo hacks, oh, right and on. so I I was like because he, he very quickly gets very frustrated and needs to take a break and play a different type of hack that's like more chill. I was going to say, that might not be the challenge for him if he gets stressed at video games. Yeah, I, so I, if it's the brother-in-law, or yeah, if it's the brother-in-law I'm thinking of, uh, I yeah. could see him having a pretty short temper when it comes <laughs> so to he, that. Yeah, like he, he'll get through two or three stages and then be like, all right, got to switch to something more more chill. And then, uh, so I, I found a few that were a little more on the goofy side that uh, were pretty entertaining to watch him play. And then that got me in the mood to check out some other ones. And there's some really cool shit. There's one that's just, it's an episode of Law and Order, but it's a Mario hack. And it talks (laughs) with the dun-dun. Yeah. Oh, it does that constantly. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're you're the detective, and you're like, you gotta, like, interview people and shit. It's basically a visual novel but with some platforming levels and your Mario. That's fun and dumb. Uh, Sounds delightful. We're going to move on to me, the games I played. So obviously Baldur's Gate 3, played some of that, and I beat the game. I did it. Uh, I'm not, y'all played games, so there's a final battle, right? No. The game just always goes on. It just it just ends. You just get to a point, and it's just like, and one scene of dialogue, and end the game. No, you turn a, into a mind flare, and then the game just goes game over, and and that's it. Yep, that's it. Just halfway through what you would think would be the game. No, it it ends up that you have a final battle, and all of your allies that you've like collected throughout the game, that you know people that you've saved and and haven't died or you haven't let die, are there to help you out. And I oh, was... so, like, you're casting a spirit bomb? Yes, exactly. And, like, exactly. everyone else is, like, giving you their energy? So I'm going and I'm, you know, I'm talking to all of the, all the people who have come to help me, and there is a baby owlbear fully decked out in owlbear armor. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's so adorable. Too bad the mom wanted to murder you. Did you, uh, since you're still in for the first act, did you find I know, the owlbear? I know where their cave is. I just have avoided it. 
because I've been more interested in doing other things. First off, there's some good uh, there's some good loot there. You don't even have to talk to the owlbear to get the loot. There's a there's a path to the loot. Um, but you so you can go there and grab the loot without even encountering the owlbear. And then there is a way to avoid fighting the owlbear. You just you can talk your way out of it and then walk out. Um, I won't spoil anything else for you. So, yeah. You haven't even gone to the gab- goblin camp then, have you? Oh, I have. Oh, okay. I'm in the Underdark right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You should probably go back and grab the, owl- the baby owlbear. I will. Yeah. I, 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 have to, I have to go back uh, topside every once in a while to sell all my shit that I keep picking up. Yeah. Because I, I sell everything to the guy at the druid camp because uh, I have 100 uh, reputation with him. That makes sense. That's good. That's good. So yeah. he gives you favorable deals? Yeah. I remember one time I accidentally selected a different character to do, like, selling of equipment and stuff. And I was like, what the? Like, to go talk to the guy. And oh, yeah. I was like, why is everything selling for way less? And I was like, oh, yeah, my main character is a bard with 20 charisma. <laughs> of mm. course he gets better deals. Um, and then, because I beat Baldur's Gate 3, I played some WrestleQuest, which is, it's fun. You don't play Macho Man, you play Muchacho Man. Oh, I, <laughs> I like that. Um, and you're all, it's, you're all toys. That's, that's what the game is kind of built around. And you like worship Mar- Macho Man and uh, want to be like him. So in the game, there's also a uh, there's a rhythm game portion of it where you go into one of the first towns and you there's like, oh, there's a there's a dancing bar. And you're like, oh, oh, I'm going to go. There's a dancing contest. I guess I'll go go get that because somebody wants an item. So one of your quests is to get them that item from the dancing quest. And you go, you're like, oh, it's just a normal dancing club? Okay, I'll go do that. And he's like, well, and you go in and it's like a magic mic dancing <laughs> scene. Um, and there are like six songs. And once you get all six songs done, you end up getting like a, a grand prize. It's pretty great. Pretty good. I'm enjoying WrestleQuest. And apparently it's like 30 hours long, which is longer than I thought a game like that would be. I'm, I'm pretty excited to play through that. And then after that, I'll play through some Starfield, which I guess runs not the greatest. Has, have, either, have either either of you looked? I haven't looked up to see how it runs on the Steam Deck or if it runs on the Steam Deck. I have already, not that I've seen it firsthand, but I have been told that those playing this game on Steam Deck should get their expectations in check. <laughs> I, I, I figured it'd be like low settings. Considering it runs at 30 FPS on the newest gen of consoles. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could probably probably... stream it from your PC on your Steam Deck, but mm, latency might not be the best. Even, even then, like, I think it was, so it was released early this last week and NVIDIA hasn't done specific drivers for Starfield yet. Yeah, there are. Are there? I thought there were not specific Starfield drivers yet. Okay. I just updated my drivers. Like it, it, they may have like just came out, but uh, 
I updated my drivers a couple of days ago, and oh, okay. the game ready drivers were like performance enhancements for Starfield. Oh, good. And they it will not run on Intel GPUs. So if of you have an not. Intel Arc, it's not going to run until the day that it the public launch date, which is in a it's in like three because days. even Intel couldn't get a pre release key. Well, yeah, it was because it's a AMD sponsored game. And so oh. the the only people who really had access to all of that was AMD. Uh, so Intel did not have the ability to work with the game before it got released. And Gamers Nexus speculated that, yeah, they weren't able to get a pre-release key, so they weren't able to, <laughs> to get the game and uh, test it on Intel GPUs until now. Now looking at like a Fallout... Or uh, or a Skyrim or something. Does that actually have a noticeable performance difference between AMD and Intel? Oh yeah. Uh, do you mean AMD and Nvidia or AMD and Intel? AMD and Intel. I think I said that right. Uh, AMD chips and Intel chips. We're talking about GPUs on the CPU side. I I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so on the the CPU side. Pro definitely the GPU side. Sure. I doubt that most Bethesda games are even CPU bound for a vast majority of people. Just a, just a thought I had. Yeah, I, I imagine that maybe back in the day when like Fallout 4 originally released, and that was before Ryzen came out, right? Right around yeah. that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I would think that probably around then, maybe. But now, they're pretty even. Anywho's. We're gonna I think he was on. implying that uh, if AMD sponsored the game, then they would have like intentionally made it work better on AMD hardware. That oh. is sort of where I was leaning with, but I didn't really have anything to base that assumption off of other than, hey, what if we did this corporate interest thing? I don't think so. I think yeah. the main thing is day one drivers, and if it's an AMD-sponsored game, they've actually looked at all of the games that are sponsored by AMD... And none of the games that are sponsored by AMD have DLSS. It's all FSR. So well, FSR is independent of anything anyway. Yeah, FSR can be so ran on on any well, not any, but you know, any newer GPU. Uh, but like, if it's sponsored by NVIDIA. Um, a lot of games still have FSR available, but not the other yeah. way around. Well, because you don't, like, FSR doesn't actually, like, require any effort at all. Yeah. On anybody's part, really, besides more or less just adding adding a thing into your game to, and, to make it able to turn on. But they have... But DLSS they... requires machine learning shit on NVIDIA's side. They have looked at it. And DLSS is better. Well, of course it is because it's a, it's has to be, you have to train the AI per game, whereas FSR is basically just anti-aliasing but working off the actual pixels on the screen. Right. It, from what I understand, DLSS is better for both quality and performance. Um, but again, uh, FSR is it requires is hardware agnostic. Yes. So yeah. And DLSS, again, like you have to, you probably have to like pay NVIDIA to make it work in your game, whereas FSR will just work on probably. anything at all. 
But we are going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, the story I definitely didn't mess up on the link originally. Uh, the first story we're going to talk about is uh, one that made me laugh. Just the, the title made me laugh. And this is from Tom's Hardware. It says, Thief chews through anti-theft cable after iPhone 14 plus sticker shock. Which just makes me happy. The, There's a dentist somewhere in China rubbing their hands together right now. I, what the f- that's what oh. I was thinking. I was like, how, like, you're going to have to pay for like, your teeth to get fixed. Is that really worth it? But The security cables, like those spider wires? Yeah. No way those aren't shredding your teeth if you're trying to oh, bite through yeah. that. Yeah. Those things are made out of like steel. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep, it says uh, a woman from southeastern China has been arrested for stealing an Apple iPhone 14 Plus. This might have been one of many iDevice thefts on any given day, but the thief's modus operandi has made this case go viral on Chinese social media. Surprisingly, the iPhone thief managed to purloin the device and make her getaway after chewing through the demo device's anti-theft cable with her teeth. Ah. Uh-huh. God damn! What? That's, that's metal as fuck. Uh, yeah, that's fucking hardcore. But also, like, what? Uh, it, like the demo devices are usually like specifically marked by Apple as a demo device. So, like, you're not going to be able to activate it anywhere. No one's going to buy that off you. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess you could jailbreak it, right? But uh, no, not a fourteen plus. Oh, you can't jailbreak those ones anymore? Not yet, at least. No, no. Uh, Interestingly, the newspaper report also shared the thief's side of the sorry story. Uh, She apparently explained to police that she went to the store intending to purchase the device after losing her phone. However, the iPhone 14 Plus sticker price of 7,001 or $960 apparently left her exasperated, so she decided to steal the store's demo sample. If I, I was it. Samsung, I would pay her. Hmm. Do you have bail in China? <laughs> I, I <laughs> footnote don't on know. that. I, if I was Samsung, I would be like, "No, nah, we got this. Here's a new phone, and it doesn't cost almost one thousand uh, Chinese currency." That's that's just ah. Well, chewing I through. I it would depend on the phone. Because <laughs> if also, it's a flip, it costs even more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm, I'm would... just saying I see an opportunity when I see it. <laughs> oh, you're right. I would... Like, the first time I saw the story, I was like, yeah, she chewed through it. I get that she was like, oh, no, and she got, like, desperate. But why didn't she get a knife? Yeah, like, well, you, you're or... not even going to, like, bring a pair of scissors or something? Like... Yeah, there's got to be <laughs> something there that... but. Whatever it's it, I I couldn't do it because I I would worry also, about my teeth getting messed up. Well, I mean, I was like, what do you need a fourteen plus for? Eh? I mean, it's she's, not even it's not even a pro. Like to, to be fair, be fine. To be fair, maybe it was the only one she had access to, to steal. I have no. Well, idea. she wanted to buy a fourteen plus. Like all it is is just it's a fourteen, but the screen is like half an inch larger interesting i have no idea um yeah i i don't pay attention to the i didn't even know they were on 14 to be fair yep that's that's what i got i got a 14 pro 
Oh, okay. And how how much did that cost you? Uh, eight hundred. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, I ended up getting my seven, my Pixel Seven Pro. I traded in my six, and got like a huge amount of credit for it. So I ended up paying like two hundred and fifty bucks for my Seven Pro. I wasn't. I was going to wait until they released a USB C iPhone, but then the charge port on my XR uh, started failing. So I was like, "Well, fuck." Should have just got the. Should have just got the uh, wireless charger. Just get a wireless but, charging pad. Yeah, those take like six years to charge, and they're really annoying because you can't use the phone while it's charging. Yeah, the like, I have a friend who was like, "Oh, I want to get a phone with wireless charging," and I was like, "Okay, think about it. You set it down, and then you can't touch it." <laughs> like when you have a cable attached yeah you're, you know you're kind of tethered there but you can like pick it up and use it while it's charging can't do that they, the only thing I think that wireless charging is really good for is like in a car where you can just set it down and then it'll start charging where it's set I think it's cool for that I think it's cool for like public charging stations because everything uses chi charging so it's basically like a platform agnostic charging pad. Yeah, know? yeah, and you can set it down, and then yeah. um, somebody can easily come and just grab it. Well, sure. <laughs> I, well, not if like, you and... also pick up the wireless charging pad and then use your phone while holding that. Oh yeah, got to got to beat the system. And if you if you have an iPhone, uh, I don't remember when they added it, but you have one with MagSafe. Like, then the charging pad just magnetizes itself to the back of your phone. Eh, you get the best of both worlds. Wasn't MagSafe whole... the, the other charging where it had, like, the quick disconnect? Yeah. Yes. They just added on... that. Sorry, go on. They, they added that to iPhones uh, a couple generations back. I, I, where I, I remember talking about that. Back. I remember talking yeah. about that. That's I how remember... I have. I have a little... Uh, I have one of those those pop sockets. I have that MagSafe attached to the back of my phone. Interesting. I have not that. I just have a case on my phone, and I plug it in like a normal person. Also, yeah, aren't they? Are they releasing a USB-C iPhone? Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. they. It, it, at least in Europe, like Europe said, hey, you got to do this. Yep. And I think that was the final straw for them. They're like, okay. Yes, yep, I've, exactly. I've heard that. And there were some rumors, that, though they were just rumors, I'm pretty sure, that Apple was considering just not having a charge port. There, there were people saying that that is like the worst case scenario. Uh, there's no way in hell that's going to happen because you yeah. can't transfer data via MagSafe. Yeah, I so, figured that one in. You yeah. you could do you just have to do uh what's airplay right? You did there's there's stuff that just wouldn't work doing it that way that would make it way more of a pain in the ass than just putting a USB C port on the bottom. Yeah, hopefully, like hopefully they have you that. couldn't put the thing in DFU mode. Like you'd have to you would essentially have to have a hidden port like inside the casing 
Like like you'd have to add pogo pins to the motherboard or something and and make it so that technicians would have to open the phone up just to f- reflash the firmware on it. Like, it'd be stupid. I also believe that isn't the lightning cable only like USB 2.0? I I don't know. I genuinely don't. Um it, it's like lightning cables are literally just USB cables but the pins are in a, in a weird arrangement. Yeah. I I know that there there are like also rumors that like the USB-C cable that comes with the iPhone will be stuck at USB 2.0 or something like that and like you have to buy a premium cable or some shit to get full speed. I hope I, th- I hope that doesn't happen. That would be dumb That, even that would for be Apple. really stupid. Yeah. That would be very Apple. It would be. It, it would be. But like also Honestly, I don't think that many people transfer shit to their phone via USB anyway, so, like, who cares? Probably not. I, I, I imagine most iPhone users just use iCloud. I do. Yeah. Partially because I don't have much choice. Because I can't <laughs> just plug my phone into my computer and drag photos off of it and shit. Not like, anymore. Well, I can, but it's a pain in the ass still. Because yeah. there's no organization to any of it. And I can't just use my phone as a flash drive like I could with Android. Well, you want to use your phone as a computer. No, you can't have that. Nope, can't have that. You gotta buy an iPad. Yeah, buy an yeah. iPad to be used as your computer or something like that. Yeah, gotta, but, gotta have an iPad to... It, with. You have to have an iPad with, with an M1 or an M2 processor that is fully capable of running desktop uh, software... Like straight up, they they have a fucking x86 translator application. Like like you can just you can just run anything that macOS could run on an iPad. But no, no, we're gonna do it the other way around, where you're gonna have all this power. But if you want shit to run on the iPad, it's it's the developer has to redo the whole fucking thing to make it run natively on iPad. It it fucking I, I, with, the with newest that, iPads are so with, annoying. With that, we are going to move on to our next story. And we are going to talk about the FCC and their little spat with ISPs. We spoke about this previously, where ISP, or the FCC had stated that ISPs, internet service providers, have to say, hey, these are what you're getting billed for. Like, this is why your bill is. You know, it's 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 advertised at a hundred bucks a month, but you're paying a hundred and fifty because of these extra fees. And that CC came out and said, "You have to show what those extra fees are." ISPs came back and said, "No, that would be hard." <laughs> you could do that, <laughs> but 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 we don't want to do that. And the FCC said has replied and said, "No." <laughs> Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that was an option this whole time. Yeah, oh, you could just you could just tell the government, no, I don't wanna. No, uh, no, 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 no. The the FCC, so the ISPs had said, hey, we don't want to list those fees, and so can we're we're trying to look for an exemption from this or or to get out of this in some way, and the FCC said no. So oh, that's what you, okay. yeah. 
So the FCC is saying, no, your your reasoning is dumb. So yeah. you have to show your fees. I sure of wish course. that the government would like do this in, you know, literally any other circumstance, like at all. It says here, uh, <laughs> from this is all from Ars Technica. It says Comcast and other ISPs objected to a requirement that ISPs list all recurring monthly fees, including all charges that providers impose at their own discretion, i.e., charges not mandated by the government. They complain that the rule will force them to display the pass-through of fees imposed by federal, state, or local government agencies on the consumer broadband label. Uh, good. Uh-huh. Good. Good. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, you, you know how you do that? You have a little fucking drop-down that, that, that goes government fees, and you click the little arrow, and then it plops down, and then it's like, this thing, 79 cents. This thing, 8 cents. Like... It's real fucking easy. Well, it's on is, your fucking cell phone bill. Like the thing is, I don't think that the ISPs care about that stuff. They're just using. No, that they don't. A, In reality, they they don't want to have to do uh, <laughs> extra fees that we feel like charging you this time. Exactly. Uh, uh, fuck you, fee one dollar. Uh, we just like money. Fee two dollars eighty cents. Uh, Jerry needs a new bathtub fee, four eighty nine. Yeah, I think the way that then the way they're trying to word it is, um, they said they used the saying pass through. So that is like the government says this is a fee that you have to charge or that we have to charge the ISP, and the ISP is passing that through and making the consumer pay it instead of them the ISP paying it. Which like. I I would say is a fair thing to do on the ISP's part. I think it's like fair. I think that's fine that you would you would pass through that fee, but also like yeah, you need to be transparent about what the fuck that the consumer is paying for. But I think the way that they were they were trying to word it to the government was, hey, this would actually be bad for you because it would show all the fees that you guys are doing, and well, then they might vote against you. And it'll make the the ISP. It could also make the ISP look like they're doing exactly what they're doing, and people are going to go, "Why? Why do I have to pay all this? Like yeah, this these is... are this doesn't sound like anything that I use. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to add burden onto the ISPs, but that's their own fault for hiding this shit for this long. But but then. You know, the, the, the real reason they want to do this is something we, we have touched on is that, or they don't want to do this is because they just randomly will charge you for things like the Oroa needs a yacht fee. And so yeah. you pay another $3 a month for that and just a bunch of other things. And so they were trying to get out of it. Um, it says specifically providers must itemize the fees they add to base monthly prices, including fees related to government programs. They choose to pass through to consumers, such as fees related to universal service or regulatory fees. The FCC was ordered by Congress to implement broadband label rules, and the FCC is requiring ISPs to display the labels to consumers at the point of sale and include information such as the monthly price, additional fees, introductory rates, data caps, charges for data overages. I think data caps is... is something that they should definitely talk about because some people aren't going to understand what like 
hey, I'm paying for this, but what does this mean, this data cap? Um, charges for data overages, that's another one. Uh, because if somebody uses too much data, then gets charged. Mine used to be, I think, it was $10 for every 50 gigs over my data cap. Up to three charges of $10, and then it became unlimited. So you're just essentially paying $30 for unlimited. Um, it says, yeah, charges for data overages and performance metrics. The FCC rules aren't enforced yet because they are subject to Federal Office of Management and Budget review over the U.S. Paperwork Reduction Act. Interesting. I wish I had a, I wish where I worked had a Paperwork Reduction Act. If if I could discontinue more printers in the workplace, oh, I'd be so happy. I, I got to say, after working for a law firm, I sort of gave up any hope of <laughs> just any sort of sustainable world. Just, it's so much paper goes through that place. Yeah. It's hopeless. It's hopeless. We can't make a difference. It it is it is funny hearing that there's a there's a paperwork reduction act, and meanwhile, like there's still a vast majority of all of our records are legally required to be photocopied and transmitted via fax machine. So you have to have paper copies of everything. Yeah. I, I work, I think I've mentioned it to you before where we have every front desk person has their own scanner. Every single person. (laughs) And it makes the, the way that they do it, it makes sense. But I still hate it. It's because we have so the way that we do um, scanning is there. There's a remote system that we they log into for all the dental records and stuff. And doing a network scanner with that would just be complicated. Um, so everyone just has their own scanner, and it it sucks because. They're all different like versions of scanners too. It's not it's it's not just one model that's standardized throughout the company. So I'll be like, "What scanner do you have?" And they're like, "Oh, I have this ten year old scanner at my desk." I'm like, Great, perfect, wonderful. Um, Hope you brought your serial to USB adapter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going back to this, the last thing I want to do is this computer have a scanner port. What what's a scanner port? You know, right next to the PS2 ports. Oh, yeah. The, the PlayStation 2 ports. That's uh, right. The FCC has said that ISPs can simplify pricing. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, maybe ISPs should just not fucking make things overly complicated for the sake of confusing people, you know? How, yeah. how fucking hard would that be? They, they released... and, and full credit to AT&T, by the way. My bill is just, it's just 80 bucks a month, and it's always 80 bucks a month. The only time it's changed is whenever I went through uh, Rocket Money and had them negotiate with AT&T for lowering my bill, and they gave me a $10 credit one month. Oh, good. It. Cool. Good. Uh, it does, 
the FCC has a statement and it says further we are not persuaded that it will be burdensome for the ISPs to itemize on the label those fees they opt to pass along to consumers above the monthly price particularly since providers acknowledge being able to describe such fees to a consumer over the phone and on the consumer's bill once the consumer subscribes to service. We also find that any such burdens are far outweighed by the benefits to consumers when they are shopping for service. ISPs could alternatively roll such discretionary fees to the base monthly price, thereby eliminating the need to itemize them on the label. So what they're saying is, hey, you have these fees. Let's say they add up to $20. So, uh, you know, I'm paying $100 a month for internet. And then there's the twenty dollars in fees. The FCC is saying, well, you can itemize them, or you can just say that your service is one hundred twenty dollars a month, and <laughs> that would it would suck for the consumer, or it would suck for the ISP, but it'd be better for the consumer because at least they'd know what they were paying, what they were signing up for. Very happy, and also the FCC just kind of destroyed them and said, but I can call. And you'll describe what that bill was, right? You have access to that. So why can't you put that on the bill? Or why can't you put uh, that on the introductory sheet? I hadn't thought about this until a few seconds ago. Do you think, uh, do you think immigration like to EU countries has increased recently? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, the reason I bring that up is that it does seem like particularly uh, the FCC, but like there are some aspects of the U.S. government that seems to be like kind of seeing what the EU has been doing for the last several years. And our our government entities are kind of following that. I th- I think that's partially that. I, it might also be because we had four years of basically the FCC doing nothing. And, and it could be. It's just, it, it and, is weird to have all of this time where, like, I don't know, it's, it's generally felt like most of the government just doesn't give a shit about anything involving consumer advocacy. And it's it's interesting that yeah, I don't know. It's it's it feels like there there's been sort of a change in that, and that comes on the heels of the EU just kind of out of nowhere deciding that like you know loot boxes are illegal and like phones have to have USB C and right to repair is like becoming a much bigger thing in some states and in the EU in general. And like, I just wonder if it's a matter of like the gov- the U.S. government's trying to compete with the European Union in terms of like it making people not want to leave. I guess maybe I don't, I don't know. know. Just I, it, just it, I just have the thought. It probably doesn't make any actual sense. But I think we are more. It's getting to a little bit more pro consumer, um, but that might be because yeah, maybe because of the EU, and maybe because of the U- United States. Uh, people who are in charge right now are a little bit more pro-consumer. Not that they're, you know, great or yeah, anything. Yeah, kind of like how, how Republicans used to be. No, I don't, I don't recall that in my lifetime. Because uh, it wasn't in your lifetime. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> uh, we're gonna like, back, back whenever Republicans were like pro union and shit. That like the nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. Yes, oh, literally. God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Hey uh, Nathan, before we move on, do me a favor and just ask me uh, to, to, to just ask me what my opinion was on this. What was your opinion on this? I don't want to. Okay, we are going to move on, <laughs> and we are going to talk about Starfield a little bit. Uh, again, a game I'm going to be playing probably beginning this week, at least a little bit. And uh, it saved somebody's life. It turns out that it it it's ended up saving people's lives by him staying up and playing Starfield so late that he was able to spot that his neighbor's oxygen tank blew up, his downstairs neighbor. And so oh. he was able to get uh he was able to get his family out of the house or apartment rather. Um oh. it says a Starfield player credited the sci-fi game this is from Eurogamer. Uh the sci-fi game was saving their life after they stayed up late to play it and was awake when their apartment complex caught fire. Um it's a what tidy killa, tidy seat killa on Reddit, took to uh, the subreddit over the weekend to report the amazing escape. Said he had binging the game when the fire broke out. The player and their wife would likely have died of smoke inhalation. Starfield literally saved mine and my family's life on the 1st of September. The player explained, appending a photograph of an apartment fire to the post. Said, I have waited for this game since the trademark rumors of 2015 and 16. In anticipation, I pre-ordered the premium edition, waiting to play the game. The night of the 31st August, I decided to stay up and play as long as possible to experience the new universe. At 2.26 a.m., well, that's very specific, um, while playing the game, I heard an explosion from my downstairs neighbor's apartment. I paused the game to see what was happening. When I opened the door, I saw flames rising up the stairwell to my apartment. He said that because they were already awake, they were able to rouse their wife and grab the family cat, escaping the fire with only minor burns. Um, it turns out the OP returned to the thread later to confirm that it seemed the incident was caused by a neighbor smoking near oxygen tanks. Ooh, you don't want to do okay. that. Yeah, don't do that. My, my friend's dad... And then passed. they were really smoking after that. Yeah. My friends, I wonder, I, that's one thing I see, I've read the story, but I also don't know what happened to the neighbor. If the neighbor Oh, they're died. dead. Yeah, they're they, probably they're, If you're smoking in close proximity to an oxygen tank as it's exploding, probably <laughs> not too good for you. Yeah, probably not. Um, like, like, it's not even the shrapnel, it's the, it's the shockwave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, my but friend's, also shrapnel. my friend's dad was suffering from, like, emphysema and, like this was towards the end of his life and uh he was he had an oxygen tank and he was still smoking while having an oxygen tank very close by and my friend's like hey dad don't blow up my house <laughs> <laughs> pretty please please and it was just he he was on the way out he had done so many drugs that and and lived kind of a poor life, you know, didn't manage his diabetes, all that jazz. And, you know, he's still smoking while, you know, taking, while he has oxygen that he's, he's on. And he's like, listen, 
like I know I'm on the way out, so this doesn't matter. <laughs> and I'm going out on my terms, which is to say a forty foot fireball. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but no, that ended up not happening. He ended up uh passing away. I don't know the exact way he died, but forty foot fireball. <laughs> I wish. That'd be that'd be until cool. proven otherwise. Um, I just I'd love the line praise God Howard. Yeah, praise praise God did Howard. Yeah. Um Yeah, it says if I hadn't been binging Starfield, I would have been asleep and we would have all died from smoke inhalation. I want to thank this game for saving my life and me from the horrible fate. Praise God Howard. And Where, this doesn't say what country this is in. Um I, I don't know either. Because like there should have been several several fire alarms going off by the time that it got to where there was fire in the stairwell. Well, he said he heard the the pop, paused the game, and there was already fire in the stairwell. So that he, would that would make sense. He said he saw flames rising up to uh, up our stairwell to our apartment, and it's it, but like as soon as the explosion went off, the entire building should have had like blinking lights and a klaxon going someone yeah. should have noticed i, I agree with her i agree yeah yeah, yeah. see I'm... they did have alarms for that but it looks like somebody actually chewed them off the walls it's the weirdest <laughs> thing <laughs> she needed fire alarms her, her fire alarm went out so she chewed it off the wall she was uh, gonna buy one for her apartment but then she saw the price and was like fuck that yeah twelve dollars that's awful uh we're gonna move on to our next story which is one that one of you brought up. Uh, let me see. Oh, it was Connor. Oh, is it? Oh. It's the Microsoft one. Microsoft. Oh. Uh, Microsoft has ended their. They they have canceled their free trial of Game Pass. For now. Again. Again. They did it a while back where they they changed it. They like canceled it and then brought it back, but it was slightly different. And now they have a different one, and now they've canceled it again. Can you go on to a little bit more detail? I guess, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're one of those people out there who was really hoping to play Starfield but wasn't really hoping to pay 70 stinking dollar redinos for it, uh, then if you were looking to, to get it off of uh, whatever the hell it's called, Game Pass, yeah, Game Pass. you're out of luck. Because now you either have to get all of Game Pass or not have it because there's no more trial anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, so it's it's not existent at all. The that trial, is, no. The Game okay, Pass is it, still around, but like it's the, a it's a one dollar trial, by the way. Oh, okay. It was one dollar. Yeah, $1. it wasn't free. I'm sorry. It was one dollars for fourteen days, and they have removed that option because of just Starfield. in time for Starfield. Shockingly enough, just in time for Starfield. Uh, not much to say about that. I assume that Connor was not going to pick up Starfield. Via Game Pass. Nah, then I'm certainly not picking it up for 70 bucks. Yeah. You can a... pick it up for the low, low price of uh, $0.00 and zero cents uh, under the name Starfield hyphen Rune. Uh, what? Uh, that is R U N E in all caps uh, in, in various places. I'm just putting it out there. And I don't know, I don't what know what's up with this. I don't know what you're I'm talking just saying, about. I found it when I Googled uh, Starfield once. I was like, whoa, it's just a free version of Starfield. That's pretty crazy. 
That's weird. That's weird. What's we this dot? What's this dot torrent? What's that mean? I have no Why idea. Why are my fans speeding up in the middle of the night now? <laughs> <laughs> Why does my CPU always go up to 100 when it should be idle? That's weird. weird. Uh, so we are going to move on to the last story. And that one is... Let me see. I brought I brought this up. Google Google being dumb. Yeah, it, 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 we probably should have transitioned to this whenever we were talking about phones earlier, but I'm we a don't actually you didn't. Who? Yeah, we don't actually like plan this at all. So, so every every once in a while, I'll I'll put them in order, but not not this week. Did not do it this <laughs> week. No, you had to you had to like rush to find three more stories to add in here I, I earlier def- today. Yeah, I did. I this was a <laughs> slow week, is what I'm saying. Uh, but um, but the Pixel Pass, I read about this yeah. too. So a uh, couple years ago, the the Google saw what Apple had already been doing with the Apple iPhone upgrade program, which is basically just you pay a monthly fee. And you get a new iPhone every couple of years. Um, it's essentially the same thing that people had already been doing and, and most of the time still do with their phone carriers where you just pay a little extra on your phone bill every month. And that also pays, finances your phone. Yeah. Because phones are way too goddamn expensive. They are. Uh, uh, so, it, but the Pixel Pass was a way of doing that directly through Google um, it ended up being, I, from my memory, it was a pretty good deal because I think you also got uh Google one along with it. And that's like $10 a month on its own or something like that. I yeah. So it says here, it says October, 2021, Google launched, this is from the verge. Google launched a Pixel Pass subscription program alongside the Pixel six series of phones that promised three things for one monthly payment. It was $45 for a Pixel 6 or $55 for a 6 Pro. It says you get Google's best services, device protection, and regular device upgrade. However, on Tuesday, Google emailed Pixel Pack's consumers saying that, or customer, sorry, saying that we are writing to you to inform you that starting today, we are no longer offering Pixel Pass subscriptions for renewals. Um, and I'm trying to find out which services they had. Um, I, I believe it was Google One. Uh was the, the main thing is you you got the like the low or like the not the lowest tier, you got like the two terabyte plan for Google One. Uh I thought for you free. got like Google Play music or like YouTube included on that as well. That could be. That could like, very well be. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what all of it was, but um yeah, like it was a it was a good deal. Yeah, it was it was the ten dollar a month version. Um, you get like extra Google Photos features. You get online support. Uh, two terabytes of Google Cloud storage. Uh, you get have I been pwned access? Like it's it's the classic like monitor the dark web thing that like every password manager has now. Um just it, it, it it's it's a good deal but uh the reason that this is a story is that google had this as a thing for a whopping 22 of the 24 months yeah 
and then decided, oh, wait, this is actually, like, not good for us, and then just killed the whole fucking program. Yeah, and... so people aren't going to be able to upgrade their phones? No. Not at no, all? No, they can't. Oh, no. good. That's awesome. So so the idea uh, was you, 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 pay, you subscribe for two years, and let's say you have a Pixel 6, and then you just, in 24 months, you would then be able to get probably a Pixel 8 included in that plan you so you would just skip oh wait oh wait my uh so wait okay so wait what you do is you do get the one upgrade oh you get the one upgrade okay but but you still have to finance the phone (laughs) oh good that's awesome so and you can't you can't renew pixel pass so, you get a free phone. All you have to do is pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Awesome. It de- it does say that you're they're not losing the special paid for privileges. The fee covered the cost of the phone and discounted rate for the bundled services over its two year time frame. Uh, so I guess they. W- I think from what I read on here was that they're still going to be able to get the cheaper rate for those services. They just won't get the the. They're ending the the phone upgrades and all of that jazz from what I understand. It's just like, this is, this is yet another case of Google having something that people were paying for and, and who were probably like relying on this in terms of like, they were budgeting their life around this. And now they have fucked those people over because they decided, eh, I don't don't want it. I don't want to do it anymore. That is definitely a Google thing to do. They did that with Stadia. They did it. They've done it with everything. I'm I'm honestly like... so many fucking things. You know, know, I have have Google Fi as my wireless provider. And I'm surprised that they haven't killed that off yet. I am too, honestly. (laughs) Like... I'm so glad that I didn't decide to go with with Google Fi at any point because, like, I would just every day be thinking, "Is this is today going to be the day that Google decides they don't want my money anymore?" Okay, I'm just hoping like, it lasts through October. <laughs> a, what? That's when I'm going oh, to Japan. Oh, because yeah, you're going to Japan. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be hilarious. I get there and they're like, "Hey, welcome to Japan. By the way, your service discontinues in three days." What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I loved Google Play Music. It was it was great. Uh, I I wished that it had like a better. Uh, well, I wish it had a, like an existent desktop application, but it was a great service. And then they killed that off and just rolled the features into YouTube and like half-assed the whole thing. Like it, it, they they killed off uh fucking whatever the hell Google Buzz was. I don't remember that. You had Google uh was fucking Was that the RSS thing? That no, buzz? that was Google Reader. Buzz was like a weird it was like a proto Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It was it was that was very old. <laughs> they killed but... off uh Google Plus. Or whatever. Yeah, it was. that was what I was trying to think of. Yeah, Google Plus. There. And is. and like that 
that still like has its fingers in YouTube. Like my YouTube account ID still has my Google Plus name in it because of all the fucking stupid shit that they did with with Google Plus and forcing you to integrate it with your YouTube account. And now like that's there. Who knows how much trouble that's going to cause years down the line. But Aro, uh, at least we'll know who's in your circles. Yeah. <laughs> fucking We're making uh, all the dated references. You remember shit like uh like um Android Android Auto for phone screens? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, know, I had you it, could I just have it. Android Auto on your phone. That, that was, was really awesome. fucking great. Handy like, as hell. They just fucking killed that shit. Uh fucking the, all the Fitbit shit that they killed off after they bought Fitbit. Like, just the, the the fact that there's a website with 288 different projects that Google has killed. Up. Oh yeah, Google domains. Fuck it. Oh yeah, they <laughs> just killed that, didn't they? It it dies in uh like one month. Awesome. I'm pretty sure I used that in junior high school for uh, a D and D game that we were playing. So I better make my backup of that if that's still available. I'm I'm very excited um, that that Google domain they sold to who Squarespace. did they sell Squarespace? Yeah, and that's weird because how that can't that could not have been losing the money selling domains. No, I don't I don't get it. That and like and like they killed that off right after they announced like. A ton of new TLDs. Yeah. Like the, they were like, actively developing that platform. Wasn't there and a dot Google one that like just came out? Or, or there something was, like that? Uh, the the big one that I remember was dot zip. That's the uh, one. where everyone was like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. What? YouTube Stories is dead? Apparently. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like a list of all the dead Google stuff. Right? Yeah, that's that's uh, it's killed by Google.com. Killed by uh, Google. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that the Google Street View app, like the standalone one, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Coming soon, Cyberpunk Monk. That's weird. Killed by. Oh Google. no, you're. Where am I going? I don't want to go anywhere. You're on the wrong. Killed by Google. Oh okay um oh shit yeah and like uh google duo and oh, that uh, was the phone yeah. that was the phone app yeah i yeah, know the, just the, the phone vi- in general like they're they're discontinuing it which sucks because i love my duo what no 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 you're you're confused that's a microsoft duo microsoft surface duo oh i was confused they also killed uh, that but that's for a different reason wait um, a- angular google made angular js i didn't know that i guess Oh yeah, G- God, G- there's so much. Yeah, just everything that like again, there's how many items on this page that were was killed by Google. And <laughs> yeah, were like, actually useful products, some of which they were actively working on right up until the time that they killed it off. Well, it, like for some reason. We brought up Google Plus and Google Plus they found out there was a bug in it where there was like people could exploit it pretty easily and like get all your information. 
And yeah, so, it was a privacy. So thing. it was. They, like Google was like actively working on it and kind of keeping it there, and then they're like, "Oh, that's a vulnerability. We might have to pay like twenty five bucks to get it fixed." And Google's like, "Nah, we're good. Let's kill it." <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, there was Google Code, which like there's still shit that's stuck on there, and oh, there yeah. Google was just like, "Just put it all on GitHub. We don't care." Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that Picasa. That's a big one. Yeah, Picasa was like genuinely like really good. And then and Google I, bought it. They, right? they or tried. Did, did Google that was, buy it? That was a free. That was a free app. Right, but I thought wasn't Picasa something else? Like somebody else had it, and then Google bought it. Or I I could see that being the case. I don't really know. I just remember using it to edit photos for my grandma, like way back, <laughs> and being like impressed that there were that many great features and like i get it that like oh you can just do this all on the web now but like having an actual native app was pretty fucking nice and that's the one that's what i was thinking of. i was like i remember uploading a video to youtube relatively recently like within the last couple of years and i was like oh no i need to i need to make an edit on this oh, YouTube just has a video editor, so I could just pop it in there. Like, I could click on it and edit it. They had YouTube video editor, and it died six years ago. Yeah. Like, oh. I, I well, remember that's... editing, like, uploading something, like, oh, I need to remove this or do something to it. And that I was able to a... do that, but you're not able to do it anymore. You can if you are a partner. Ah, I see, I see. They made it a partner-only thing. That makes sense. Well, for the free version, it is no longer existent. Nope. Maybe um, if you made a little better content. Or any. Or any. I, I, po I post this on YouTube. Maybe if you made a little better content. <laughs> you know that there's a, there's a podcast's integration on YouTube yeah. somehow? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but you can't. Is that another partner thing? You, no, I can label my stuff as podcasts. It comes up as a, as a podcast, but there's no way to like import an but, RSS feed. But that, why doesn't that just go to Google Podcasts? I don't if know. If it's a podcast, I don't. I, I don't Probably because more people use YouTube. But I bet like, they had a meeting in an office building one day where they're like, all right, if we sever this connection. Is the app gonna die? And somebody uh, was probably like, "Uh huh." I have a coworker who, so I listen to how I listen to podcasts is if I'm driving, and that's like the only time I listen to podcasts is if I'm driving somewhere, I will play the podcast and listen to it because it's it's something to have other than the same music that I always listen to. Uh, but my coworker told me he's the complete opposite. Like he has to have it on YouTube where he can like see the people while they're doing the podcast and he That's can't watch so a podcast weird. any other way. Uh, and, and I will, you know, I, I will do clips of podcasts. Like, you know how they'll edit out segments and then post that on YouTube. I'll listen yeah, to like some the of those. Yeah, like the fake ones on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but I will not like just sit down and have like a two hour long podcast on YouTube. Um, those I'll, 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 I have to listen to 
while I'm driving because it just makes the drive easier, which, you know, I got to drive six hours next Sunday, so I'll probably be listening to a lot of podcasts then. Anyway, uh, Google killing off Pixel Pass and offering no way of upgrading a subscriber's phone. Unfortunate. Well, I guess you can, but you you can just have to pay for by it. just buying the fucking phone. Yeah, exactly. We will we will definitely support Pixel Pass for more than two years, and then twenty two months later, they're like, "That was two years, right?" Yeah, close enough. Close enough. Two uh, corporate years. I would like to thank you, Aroa, for being here. Uh, make sure that you follow me on uh, Google Buzz. Yeah, follow me updates. on. Follow me on Blue Sky at Reeton. And thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk. You could join my Google Plus circle today. Get yeah. all of my relevant social media updates follow on me Google on, Plus. Follow me on Space Hay. Anyway. I Google? Barely. What was I Google? It was like a customizable Google homepage. Yeah. Like widgets and shit. Oh, I yeah. do remember that. Back whenever, back whenever like Yahoo was still like the homepage for a lot of people because you still had like web portals. I always know. I like what MSN still is for everyone that doesn't change their homepage. I, I remember when I worked tech support ten years ago, and I had to remote into somebody's computer, and they still used AOL. Like. Not not the broadband service, but that was the, what they the used browser. to access. Yeah. And I was like, what What are you doing? <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for being here. We will be, well, I won't be here, but Connor and Cyberpunk Monk might be here next week. Me uh, and yeah, me. Connor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Connor, Connor and Aroa. There we go. We'll be there next week. <laughs> I'm going to practice up my ventriloquism. You can do it. Thank you for being this here. Goodbye. He's going to be both voices. Go- goodbye. Goodbye.